This is your boy Roddy Perry. You're tuned to the Roddy Perry live, and we're getting in once again. I can't tell y'all what's about to go down, but I'm going to tell you this. The, the, my guest for the day, this is one of my dudes. I mean, this is really my friend. You know, we, we started off, we had a rocky start. You know, because I was trying to crack some jokes. And he was like, man, Roddy, don't make me swing on you. And so I had to back off because he, he, he got muscles. He'll be a punch you. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. This is really just a good human being. I've had a chance to hang out with him, had a chance to hang out with his wife. They are just some of the the coolest people in the game. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, my man, Tony Terry. What's up, Tony? Rodney. What's going on, man? <laughs> man, man, you know what, Tony? Man, I gotta tell you, man, I've had I've had a, a unique opportunity to see you up close and personal. Um, small venues, big venues, uh, medium-sized mm-hmm. venues, on cruise ships. Um, what's most impressive to me, outside of your obvious talents as a vocalist, is you you. I've never seen you meet a stranger. You treat everybody like gold, man. What's that in you that make you treat your fans so great, man? You know, I think that has a lot to do with where I came from, Rodney. You know, I mean, I came from a small town in North Carolina, but we greeted everybody. We greeted strangers. You know, we would, um, you know, people would come up to our our door hungry, and we would feed them. That's just where I came from. So, you know, throughout my career, you know, my managers have always had a problem with me being quote unquote so accessible. But I'm thinking, you know, if you are, if people can have access to you, then it's really not an issue. I mean, if if your fans want to greet you, you have to understand that it's the people who make us who put us where we are. So I love I love greeting people. I love being out amongst the folks. I mean, you know how we do, man. We have a great time yeah. when we're out there. Especially when we're on situation like the cruise ship that Tom joined a boat, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, let me explain this to the people. You're talking about being on a cruise ship with roughly 3,000-plus African-American people, cool people from all over the country that know you and want a picture, want a piece of you, want a conversation. And, man, I was able to watch how you navigated that sea of people, and, man, man. it was just so impressive. I was really impressed, man. I got a new record coming out, player. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Politics. Man, you, you, you definitely never stop working. Uh, you got the new project coming out. Uh, is it I, Tony? I, Tony, yeah. I like that. That's well, like an iPod, but different. iPod, I, yeah. I mean, you know, I just started to jump on the bad wagon. I thought it was clever, you know. Fun. So, so I mean, R&B, your your sound specifically is one of those that y- you are the soundtrack to people's lives. Like when you sing with you, it's people that done got married, that done had kids, that done yeah. got married again, that done got yeah. divorced, sitting with a bottle of wine crying. I mean, you are the yeah. soundtrack to people's lives. What What's it like to have that type of music that resonates? And did you know when you was recording that it would be be that, that type of song? Well, I always knew the song was special. 
Um, I really did. Uh, in fact, I had I really I had to go to bat for it because when when it was time for to consider what the next single was going to be when I was signed to Epic Records, it was a big deal about the fact that I had chosen with you to be the single, and they tried you know to talk me out of it, and I just wasn't I, I just knew there was something about it. And so when they put out the record, they put it out with no support, and just it wow. just started to live and just started to happen, and you know was something obviously bigger than us and the record company. Um, so I kind of think that the the song was supposed to it was supposed to be. Uh, it's it's very humbling that I'm the one that God chose, the universe chose to sing that song. I mean, it really is because like, there was a time when I didn't want to sing it. I mean, you know, like I've been in a lot of places. I've done a lot of theater, for example, and mm-hmm. it could be a, a serious play, it could be a comedy, it could be a gospel musical or something. Don't have nothing to do with when I'm with you, and somehow they were, they were always want to put it in there. Right. You know, they had to find a way to make it happen. So for a long time, maybe a good three, four, maybe five years, I just I didn't want to sing that song. Really? I, I stopped singing it. I, didn't, I, was, I was trying to get away from it. But I, I had to realize that, you know, how, how, how big it was and that the fact that it is, it has become the part of the fabric of so many people's lives. I have to embrace that, man. Besides, you know, the text from that joint is good. For real. <laughs> they good. They nice, though. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it, man. Um, you constantly are creating. Well, let's do this before we get into that. The uh, website is MrTonyTerry.com, and uh, mm-hmm. you're on Twitter at MrTonyTerry as well, right? Yes, sir. Man, follow me. Uh, I follow back. Now, now, Tony, uh, we grown men. Yeah. Did it take? Did, was it a type of learning curve for you to to get involved with the social media? Did you? Were you against it at all? Like, man, I ain't doing that, man. That's for the kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, but you know what? I was actually involved with Playdate. I'm sure you know what Playdate is. Yeah. You know they're also on the boat, and I had I had a franchise in D.C. for a while with some partners, and I, it was then that I realized the power of social media. And okay. you know, even today, like I have all of the I have all of the uh, social media outlets, and I I'm very much involved with them. But I have somebody managing my page, you know, to make sure my tweets are going out, my information is going out, you know, the right information. But mm-hmm. I'm always on it. But yeah, it took a minute for me to get that. It took a minute for me yeah. to get it. This is what I always say. Right now, as artists, we have unprecedented access to our fans. Because there was a time when you just had to trust what the record company told you, what the DVD company told you. Now you can be like, no, dog, I got X amount of fans right here. That's absolutely true. You know what has happened? The the advent of the Internet has changed the game entirely for everybody because we have access to the world just like the record company does. We have the access to his only one world, but you know, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. now the game is about positioning. You know, it's just about positioning. So you got to come up with something clever, add dollars, and uh, position yourself in a way that you can be seen on that on that world wide web. But definitely, the the, uh, the game playing field has been evened quite a bit. Now, now the last time you was on the show, you came on and you guys were talking about the play. The reviews was crazy. But that's something yeah. that you've been you've been killing plays for years. Like, yeah, man, I actually started doing theater. I started out in theater even before the whole music venture thing happened. Okay. Yeah. So, so talk to me about the theater and what kind of love you have for that. 
Oh, man, I mean, um, well, like any performer, you know, being on stage for us is where we get a chance to live and create, you know, um, create other characters. Even being a performer, a singer, you know, when I when I coach other singers, you know, I try to, I try to attend being a, a performer like being an actor. You know, our mm-hmm. job is to become an actor's job is to become another character, and the, and the people who can do that the best are the ones that make it look really easy. You know, our jobs are, you know, imagine I've, you can imagine that I've sung with you at least 100,000 times over the 20 years that it's been out. And every time I have to find that place of, um, I have to deliver it with honesty. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I have, to deliver, I have to go to that place that, so that it can affect somebody honestly. Somebody can be affected emotionally. I have to go there. That's my charge. Um, that's, that's, my, that's what I love about it. That, that we are emotional beings, we get to be expressive. That's the time when we get to communicate and affect people when we're on the stage. That's what I love about being on the stage. Now, now I know Jerry. you just did a you just did a play with Selena Johnson. She's an R&B. It's coming up. It's coming it's up. Coming it's up. coming up. Coming up. Yeah. Oh, what's today's date? Oh, I'm, I'm tripping. Yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, okay. It's next weekend. It's next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend. Uh-huh. I know y'all been in rehearsal. She an R&B diva. You are R&B legend. After working with her, knowing she in the reality world, would Tony Terry ever consider doing a show like that? Uh, you mean a reality show? A reality show. Um, well, it's interesting that you would ask that question. Why is it interesting? Because we've already done one, actually. Um, what? You know, <laughs> we shot. We shot. Um, I guess will be a short, not you know, not not really a sizzler, not really an episode. But we and I haven't even seen it yet. In fact, I'm going to see it tomorrow. Um, okay. Because the editor is very excited about it. But you know, it's about the journey of coming back. You know, the craziness of my life. My wife um, is affected with fibromyalgia, and you know, being a caretaker and you know, coming back. You know, on this journey, this musical journey. So it's crazy, and the, and the crazy people that I hang out with with some of whom you know, you know, Tony Sanders and the like. Yeah. Um, so it, makes, it makes for some interesting TV. But, yeah, definitely we are. Uh, I, I didn't, I, didn't um, I was a little nervous about doing that because I understand that a lot of reality shows are scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there's enough going on in my life that we don't have to script anything. You ain't got to write that, dog. <laughs> no, we don't have to write that. So, you know, I just figured, you know, I just wanted to be brave enough and my wife to be, Brave enough to relax enough yeah. to for us to be really who we are, which is comical sometimes. And sometimes it's dramatic. Sometimes you know it's very dynamic because we have a very dynamic relationship. But you right. know, very interesting. Never a dull so, moment for sure. So, so does at some point even shooting the small version of the reality? Does at some point you just forget about the cameras and you just start living? Yeah, and it's those moments that are the moments that, you know, the, the producers and the editors want to see, the moments that we forget. And quite a few of those happened. Wow, man, I, I'm excited to hear that because, man, I, I, after knowing y'all, um, you know, sitting there on the Monique show when you guys shared, you know, your journey with fibromyalgia, I mean, you really opened my eyes to what that was. And, man, I, I'm, it's just to know y'all and, and to know what that is now and the type of pain that you guys were telling us or that, you, that your wife was going through, and, you know, yeah. that, that's just, you know, that's that's just that that shows both of y'all as being champions in my book. Yeah, man, thank you, bro. You know, it's about, you know, it really is about 
taking it day by day and really stepping up to the plate, doing what you got to do. My wife is a soldier. She she takes care of my sons. You know, she keeps our family together. Yes, she deals with this very challenging condition that can be debilitating um, for many days out of a week, but, you know, she deals with it. And uh, we're actually going through um, a process that's going to allow some, uh, for some, hopefully some, some relief for her coming in okay. the future. So just keep my wife in your prayers. Done deal, done deal. Now, yes, man, you, you you've been on the on the big label, the Epic, CBS Records, the the Virgin. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you guys, you got you're independent now, am I right? Yeah, actually, I'm actually signed to Monarchy Records, which is a division of Spectra, this uh, the jazz label, which is pretty huge independent label. And uh, I, I'm doing, um, I have an interesting situation with them. It's pretty exciting. The, the, the single, All I Need, is out. It could be doing better, you know, but we're not giving up on it. I think the record is pretty strong, and uh, we're going to support it. We have some independent support as well. So I'm excited about what's going on, again, with the reality show. And, you know, there's, there's a lot happening. I got some fitness gear coming, man, because, you know, I'm trying to hold on to all of that. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, let me tell you something, Tony Terry. You're in better shape than most people, okay? So I'll buy your fitness DVD tomorrow. Yeah, I ain't gonna buy I ain't gonna buy Donkey Booty or the other the other thing they selling. But I'll buy Tony Terry because I know you the real deal. I tell you what, you just you just brought up all I need. Let's play that because it's a hot single. Let's play that right now, and then we'll come back and we'll talk some more. All right, bro, my man. I'll be honest, I can't lie, you're all I need in my life. My heart inside never felt so right. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I think of you all the time. Girl, you're always on my mind. Not a moment of the day goes by when I don't wish you were by my side. You came alone and it's my Cause most my love's been hit on me If it's what I was searching for I needed someone to give me more
Yeah, brother. Man, that is an amazing song, dude. <laughs> Thank you, man. You know what I like about that record? I mean, it's not that it's, it's, it's you know, it's so revolutionary, but I don't know how many folk are cutting live records. And, you know, this we we, uh, we took a band into the studio, plugged everybody up, and cut this record. Really? Yeah, man. That's, now, that's now let I me ask you this. Creatively... What does that do for you as a performer when you're looking at all your your uh, your bandmates around you? Like, what is that for you? Well, I mean, you know, listen, when we're able to communicate collectively with music, you know, it is uh, it's almost indescribable when you when you when you are able to connect with people musically and, and create something that um, it turns out to be like that. I mean, you know, it's not like you know this complex. Musical piece, but it's an honest piece. Um, it's a it's a solid story, and and we did it, and we did it as a collective. You know, I don't I don't take all the credit um, for having done it. I take you know every every player was um, crucial to the outcome of the record. Everybody yeah. played on it. Had they not been on it, it would have been something different. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's it's crazy you because I didn't know that. So as I'm listening to it, I'm like he. Gonna kill this live. Yeah. That's what I'm saying to myself. I'm like, because it yeah, feels yeah. like, it, it, but it didn't feel like a concert. It felt like it was, uh, it was, you know, created in the studio. It didn't have an open feel. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I can't wait to see Tony murder this live. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'm excited about what's happening musically, and uh, you know, there's a lot going on. To write about, so you know the best is yet to come, Rodney. You know I'm, yeah. I'm I'm getting in the studio this week and I'm starting to work on the next record. Um, you know I'm just I'm just um, thankful to God that I'm able to do what I do for a living and that it, that it takes care of me and my family. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about this, Tony. Before I let you go, I ain't gonna keep you all day. Um, let's talk about the people that are affected. Uh, I had a conversation with a comedian before, and she was telling me, she was like, Rodney, the lady pulled me to her side. She said, you know, I lost my daughter, and this is the first time I've laughed in six months seeing you that night. She told my friend that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've had countless encounters like that throughout your career. What's it like to connect with those people and to realize that you're really making a difference? Man, it's those experiences that make it all worth it. Because again, you know, you, you just you just never know. That's why it's so humbling, and we have to really re- fully realize the the power that we have, and be really mindful of the things that we say when we're on stage, because we mm-hmm. don't know how we're affecting people. I've had I, I had a lady go on the label one time during one of my shows, and she happened to have twins, and she named her kids Tony and Terry. You know, I wow. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I wasn't mad at that. Yeah. Man, so awesome, man. Man, you're just an awesome human being. Uh, like I said, we started to talk, man. The way you deal with people is unparalleled. There's a reason that you, you know, achieved the success you've achieved. And I think that the best hasn't even happened yet. Is there a sense of that for you? Do you feel that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was actually asked to do Unsung, and I said no for exactly that reason. Because mm. the best is yet to come. Yeah, I'm still writing my story. What, you going to do another yeah, one? Unsung right. again? 
Right. <laughs> Unsung too. Unsung also. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm good. I'm Hello? good. I, I really do. I do. I really do feel that God is still blessing. There's some wonderful things on the horizon that we have yet to do. So uh, I'm just. I'm just. You know. Try, trying to stay focused, trying to trying to stay grounded, and keep myself surrounded by people who uh, inspire me and encourage me, and, and you know, and keep me on top of my game. That's what's important. Because I re- I realize that no matter no amount of success is going to be achieved by myself. So it's it's important that I surround myself with anybody who's you know pursuing anything to surround themselves with people who contribute to their well being and contribute mm. to them actually getting to to the place that they want to be. Because the people that the people that you got in your circle in your life ain't feeding into you positive, making you better in some way, then they're just then 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 they're a liability. Then they're taking. Wow, wow! You just dropped some science there. Hey y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Mr. Tony Terry. Uh, you can check out his website. He's uh, uh, com, or you can check him out on Twitter, at Mr. Tony Terry, or you can check him out on Facebook, the artist, Tony Terry. Tony, man, I can't thank you enough. The uh, the album uh, is out there. Can I even say album? Is that legal? I, I don't know. I just well, gave my I, age away. I still, I still say that. I still say that. <laughs> you know how you do. <laughs> yeah, my, I'm about to work on a new album right now, though. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's what it is. The collection of music. Um, yeah. The single is on the streets. It's called All I Need. We just played it. You can't talk yeah. to Tony Terry without playing with you. Um, tell me about when you became when you got this song. Uh, you know that that's a really great question because you know a lot happened behind the song. A friend of mine wrote the song Raymond Reader. Wrote when I'm with you, and when he played it for me, I knew right away that I was going to record it. In fact, I told him I wanted to record it even before I finished hearing it for the first time. But what I later found out about the song was it was about this girl that in high school, you know, I, I had a crush on. And he had a crush on her too, but I didn't know that, and I didn't know that he wrote the song about her, and I just I just thought that, that was interesting. So wait a minute. He wrote the song about he wrote the a song girl. About this, about this girl in high school that he had a crush on. But I and also it had a you crush had a crush on. Wow. Yeah. Same girl. How crazy. Does, does she does she know? She knows. Yes, she knows. Maybe about ten years later, he told me. He said, "Well, you know, I wrote the song about you know such and such a person. I don't want to say her name." Right. I, mean, I wrote this. I was like, "What? What you talking about? You wrote this song about that was my girl in high school." It was like, "Man, that was my girl in high school." <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> now, now, funny. now, this is this is the this is the twenty thousand dollar question. Were yeah. you singing to her? Uh, I was actually um, my motivation for recording the song. Uh, well. Understand that I had in the eighties, you know how we do, which I was all over the place and uh I was right. with this young I was with this young woman and and um we ended up having a beautiful daughter and it got ugly. And wow. I was uh, in a in a pretty ugly uh, custody battle for my daughter and um you know, I had I had recently gotten custody of her when I when I discovered the song, and I, I just kind of thought it fit us, so I sang it for her. She was really my inspiration. Oh, wow. So the other story behind how it actually came to be, you know, that, that I found that out later, and I think that's pretty funny. But my motivation for recording the song was for my daughter. 
I love it. Hey, y'all, y'all heard it from the man's mouth. He, he This one, he recorded with his baby in mind. Hey, and Absolutely. you know, as a father of five girls, I get it. With you, yeah, my man. man, Tony Terry. Hey, man, thanks for coming on, Tony. Hey, man, thanks for having me, man. God bless you, man. God bless. I'm proud of you, bro. Yes, sir. Hey, man, thank you, bro.
The party ain't over, baby. More Roddy Perry Live. We come back. You don't want to miss it. Your boy Rodney Perry is coming to a city near you. That's right, a city near you. Go to our website, www.rodneyperry.com. www.rodneyperry.com. That's right, the black tour is coming your way. And it's dark skin, dog. Yeah, it sounds like time. I'm sorry, time. Tuesdays with D. Militant every Tuesday on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cherry Rich at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. Figure out where you are and tune in. I got an opportunity to work on a show on Bounce TV called Off the Chain. <laughs> and when I got this opportunity, they they said, well, you know, we, we kind of want to do a DJ. And I was like, well, there's a couple of people that I like. But I really like this lady, and that lady was Tracy Steele. And one of the things I loved about her, first of all, being in Atlanta, sometimes people, you'll see them in and around, they they be kind of surface cool. But Tracy (laughs) Steele was always real. You know what I'm saying? Always cool. And and she would invite me to stuff, and I'd go out, and I'm like, man. And then I'm like, she's talented. She really rocked a party. She really is crazy. If you if you don't know, do yourself a favor. Go check out Tracy Steele. Okay. I say all that to say this. She's on the line right now. She's gorgeous, not down beautiful, and not only being on the Bounce TV show with Rodney Perry, but she'd have took it to a whole nother level in the reality world. Man, congratulations, Tracy Steele. How are you? Thank you. Oh, man, that was such a beautiful introduction. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm great. Thank you. Man, well, let, let's let's talk about this first. Let's talk about Off the Chain, uh, Bounce TV, okay. I got to get the exclusive. I I I wouldn't even ask, I wouldn't even ask you this without asking you this in real life. But okay. shit, we friends, okay? Uh, you coming back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I need to trade the deal. Yes, yeah. I, I'm not gonna miss that opportunity. First of all, that was my first real t- uh, national television opportunity that you gave me, and you know how much I appreciate you for that. Um, And so I'm definitely coming back to do that. You know, Off the Chain is such a positive and funny and amazing show, and I want to be a part of that. Man, man, you you really brought so much to the table. Um, You gave us a sense of class because, you know, Uh I can be a little below that. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. 
Yeah, but, but, man, when I tell you, we really had a cool vibe and a cool energy, and uh, I, I can't wait till we shoot this new season in July. So um, it, it's going to be crazy, crazy off the chain. Now, Tracy, um, yes. you didn't let the world in your business. <laughs> yes, a little bit, a little bit of my business. A, a little bit. Man, yes. when I tell you your realness, like resonates to me like uh-huh. when you have an um, I, I never feel that the moments you have are contrived okay was that something that you had to before the cameras came on did you have to go okay I'm willing to share this um no I ne- I didn't you know what I didn't think anything through I didn't you know, premedi- premeditated anything. It just was like the cameras are on, go. And then okay. whatever my natural emotion was or feeling at the time was is what came about. And I don't regret any of it. I, I, For whatever instances you saw, that was my raw truth. The emotions that came out was true emotion. And yeah. what's crazy is I got so much hate for that, for the emotions that I showed. Really? Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, I mean. To me, that, like, was the realest, that was the realest part because – it wasn't no, it wasn't bullshit. It was like real to me. I was like, man, she, right. this is real, and they're having a right. real moment in front of us, which you don't get to see every day. Right. No, no. I got a lot of, you know, you need to just man up. You're such a crybaby, but I'm a woman. I'm a woman with emotions and feelings, and and I let it be shown. And for that, I got so much negativity from it. It's just so crazy. Wow. What what was the biggest surprise? that you thought about reality that you now don't think anymore after being in that world? That um, that um, what you see is not always what is actual fact or what's actually real. You're only seeing okay. such a small, tiny portion of someone's life, but people just assume that's your entire existence. So okay. you see me crying in one scene for two minutes, and then all of a sudden I'm a weak crybaby. Right. <laughs> that was that was just one day, one moment in that one day. That does not um, mean that's that my entire world. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't define me, not at all. So I, I learned that, you know, um, to just watch and to be entertained and not take it so seriously, television, so seriously. Uh, I, you know, I, oh, my God, it's so crazy how my fans are so much more emotional about things than I am. Oh, really? <laughs> Like, I'll watch a scene, and I'm smiling, and I'm laughing, and then they'll get on my Twitter and my Instagram and then just go off. And I'm like, like, calm down. I'm not that serious. It's not that serious. So just so engulfed in it, and I didn't realize that. Wow. Wow, man. Man, your journey has been incredible, you know, to to read your story. Um, From the Bronx, New York City. (laughs) New York. <laughs> New York, you know, and yeah. and then into the military, which I didn't notice right. about you. I didn't know you were a member of the United States Air Force because, yes. you know, I was in the Navy for eight years. I did my four years, and I was very proud. I, listen, I would do it all over again if I had yeah. to. That was, a, that was a moment where I learned so much responsibility, and I learned so much about, um, you, you know, being um, – what do I want to say? I learned so much about protecting your country. Like, I didn't, yes. you know, everybody walks around here and don't really understand how we are mm-hmm. really protecting you. They don't understand yes. that. And yes. so um, I was in during 9-11, 
And when 9-11 happened and the uh, planes ran into the building, my job was to launch the fighter jets that went wow. up to, to shoot down the jets that went around that uh, the plane that hit the, the Pentagon. And that that moment to me was like, oh, my God, now I know that the military is so necessary. And we're, I mean, if we, somebody has to be here to protect us, and that was us. And I didn't realize that really until 9-11. Wow, man! So, so yeah. wait a minute. You you were part of the, the the squadron that launched those launched the fighter jets that went to, to deal with the plane that hit the Pentagon. Yes. Wow, yes. that is that's but that's sick to me because <laughs> I, I I do have an I I don't think the average Joe Blow. I, I did a military tour last year, and mm-hmm. you know we got to meet the Army recon guys. And the mm-hmm. comics was kind of giggling and laughing. I was like, dude, you don't understand who these dudes are you meeting. These right. dudes are not a fucking game, okay? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And I don't think no, people get it. So so when you tell me that, I'm like, I, I understand what that means. Right. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was It was an amazing time for me. And when I got out of the military, I, I served my time, and I was ready to go. <laughs> I mean, right. I love I love my job, but I knew that there was something else. There was something that I cared more about. There was something that I was more passionate about, which was radio and, and DJing. And um, so when I got out, I just dove headfirst into my passion. And yeah. I'm glad I did that because now I get to look back and see all that hard work that I put in, and it's like, wow, it's really uh, you know, my dreams have come to fruition, and I'm so happy that everything ended up well, well, Tracy, let's talk about some of the hard work. You 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 got out of you got out of the Air Force. Yeah. You, you took an open casting call for yeah. a radio personality. W H O V eighty eight point one. Eighty eight point one. Yep. And and you know I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I just knew okay I'm gonna be big time. Honey, please, I was doing a jazz show. I knew nothing about jazz. Um, <laughs> I was pronouncing names I never even heard of before. I mean, it was such a humbling experience. Um, but that was my start. And then from there, I went on to commercial radio. And I interned for five years for absolutely free. But I knew that this is what I wanted to do. So I sucked it up and I did it. And, you know, all of that you know, got me to Atlanta. I came to Atlanta, started, you know, doing DJing and radio here, and then got on with Music Soul Child and started touring the world with him. I never knew that he was that busy. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah, I he started going with him. What? I thought I was going to do one, two shows a month. No, no, I was going for months at a time with him. And wow. um, that was like an amazing, I mean, oh, my God, that was the most amazing experience. And probably one of the highlights of my career to this day was wow. touring with Music Soul Child. And then, you know, television came about, and, you know, it's just, wow. I'm so It's crazy. Ecstatic. Okay, so let, crazy. Let, let me rewind you, because you, you're a real DJ. You DJ, yeah, yeah. you rock the party. <laughs> Tell me this. What's your music IQ? Because you have to, you have, to have the music in your mind before right. you ever play it. So, like, how do you stay one this I'm asked this I know this is several questions. One, okay. how do you stay how do you stay current? Right. Two, how do you stay connected to all the old school stuff too? You know, at the same time. <laughs> okay, well, 
Okay, and I'm glad you asked that question because I think the last time you and I were together, I was rocking the old school, and you was going, you was going in like, yes, how old are you again? Uh, yeah, I'm old. Um, I'm old. <laughs> I um I stay current and relevant just by constantly DJing. Like if mm-hmm. if I fall off and I stop DJing, then then I I don't know what people want to hear. So I just am constantly out and listening to other DJs, and I'm constantly DJing. And I just have to keep in the mix. And then when it comes to old school, you know, I just play whatever I grew up on or my mom grew up on, and and I feel out the crowd. I always look and see and gauge the crowd and see who's out there and what what age group and what they might want to hear. And of course, the older the crowd is, you know, the more you know, you could just chill. You don't have to go crazy. You could chill and play some little stepping music, and they're going in. And, right. <laughs> and they're not on the dance floor. So that's all it is for me. Now, do you ever let an audience up? To like, are you are you the kind of, like, do, do you, when you DJ, do you like, I'm going to beat their ass. I'm going to have them sweating. <laughs> <laughs> or, or do you go, man, they've been going about 30 minutes. Let me let them get another song so they can sit down. <laughs> Um, you know, it just all depends on how I feel. It's just whatever moment I'm in at that time. I, you know, sometimes when the party is rocking, I'm like, yes, I'm about to kill them to the end. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, they look, they look tired. They look tired. Let me just go ahead and throw on this little slow jam real quick. Right. So it just depends on how I feel and in the moment. But I love being a DJ. I've been doing this over 11 years. It's just, an, I'm, it's, I'm so passionate about it. Every time I step behind turntables, I feel like that's where I'm supposed to be. That's where I belong. It's a good feeling. I, I, I love you on the air, too, because I think uh-huh. what you do in the club is is a, is a one gift, and what okay. you do on the air is another gift. Yeah. You I know, you, you always, this is what I like about you. You yeah. always talk through a smile, always. I do. You know, How do you know that? <laughs> people, people can hear that, Tracy. So like, like when you're like, "Hey, y'all, this is Tracy Steele." I'm like, she's smiling. That means she having yes. a good time, which means I, in turn, having a I start having a good time. So thank you. Oh my God, I'm so glad you picked up on that because I really do that. Even if I'm having a bad day, I smile and then I start talking every time. I can hear it. I can hear it. And and people. Okay. They may or may not know that they hear it, but they hear it too. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to DJ Tracy Steele, a reality show star, superstar Tracy Steele, my co-host, Miss Tracy Steele. Uh, you can check her out. Her website is tracysteele.com. That's T-R-A-C-I-S-T-E-E-L-E. And on Twitter, she's at Tracy Steele. Um, your, your team is ridiculous. Uh, I had Glenn Lewis on, okay. I had Glenn oh, I Lewis on, and he's dope. He spoke yeah. to a team. Speak to me about your team because your your uh, your your newsletter that you put out is always right. flawless. It keeps uh-huh. me uh, it keeps me in tune with what you're doing without being yeah. overbearing. Um, talk to me about putting your team together. Well. Um I remember a while ago a publicist told me that you cannot build your empire by yourself. You have to build a team. And then that's when I started putting people together, and I got my assistant and my publicist and interns, and I have, you know, and I have a whole meetings. And I wasn't doing that prior to talking to this, this woman. And once I started doing that, everything started to change, and, and my momentum built. 
as far as my brand, my brand and and my my um, clientele built and my fan base built because my because I had a team behind me to help me promote and brand who I am. So I think it's so necessary if you want to build your brand outside of your city and you want to go national or you want to go global, then you have to get that exposure and you need people to help you do that. Wow, awesome. Man, I, I, like I say, I, I, I've been watching because, you know, I mean, we're pretty good at, at, at marketing Rodney Perry and RP Live Entertainment, mm-hmm. but, man, we watch y'all. We, like, they get it in <laughs> over there. The Tracy Steele team gets it. <laughs> we work. We do. And I'm so proud of my team, too, and I just want to shout them out. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I love y'all. I, I'll be working them to death. But at the end of the day, they see and they learn so much from this experience as well, and mm-hmm. they can take that into their own careers when they're ready to branch off and do, do the things that they need to do. So, so, so now it, the show is on. Um, uh, it's Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, yes. The world is in your business. Have the world, you felt yeah. the world? I mean, because this is not this is not no local thing. I mean, this is a hit show. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, people from Africa are hitting me saying, oh, my God, I'm your fan. I'm like, what? <laughs> it is a global show, and I didn't know how big it was. I, was, I didn't realize how massive it was. Have you felt the the uh, the difference in, like, when you rocking, like, when you show up places, can you see the difference already? Uh, yeah, 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 I can. <laughs> I yeah. can. First of all, when I show up, um, uh, it's just like a, Massive amount of people that want to take pictures and want to talk to you and want to know who you were. Hey, I love you, and, and I'm not used to that. So, so I'm still trying to get used to the the fans. You actually, I actually have fans. I'm pretty shocked about that. And then I noticed that, um, you know, I know, I know, I know my skills. I'm not cocky, but I'm, <laughs> but I know I'm that nice. I, I, I'm pretty. <laughs> yes, I'm nice. I know I'm nice. But now when I touch turntables. And I talk on the mic and I tell people what to do. They, I mean, they are like, anything I say, I can say, get on the floor. <laughs> touch the ground. And they will touch the ground because I said it. Whereas wow. before, if I said something reckless, everybody looking at me like, hold up. I mean, I know you good, but what now? <laughs> <laughs> what you want me to do? <laughs> can can no, I say this, Tracy Steele? Can mm-hmm. I say this to you? It's crazy talking to you right now and listening. I, I feel like I feel like your confidence is like on one million, you know. And 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 that's not taking anything away from your journey because you know I think you did great with us last season. But I'm like, I can I can feel your energy. It's like it's like you're like on another level. You know, yeah. do you feel different? Do you are you a different person? Um, no, I don't feel different, but I probably act a little bit differently uh because of how everybody responds to me. So, one, I have to be a lot more guarded and my oh, wow. circle of friends have has definitely become smaller because now it's so crazy I could send a text message and then somebody will screenshot it and send it to media takeout. What? Really? <laughs> this Are you is crazy. serious? I'm serious. Wow. So now I have to I have to be very cautious, very guarded. You know, I when I go anywhere, I try to go in and out 
very quickly because if anybody sees me, it draws a lot of attention, and I never knew that it was going to be this way. I wasn't ready for this. I definitely wow. wasn't. So I've cha- I have changed in that aspect, but I'm still the same Tracy you know when we were right. hanging out on the off the set cha- you know stage just chilling and laughing and being stupid. I'm still that. Love it. I love it. Now you yeah. you can't talk to Tracy Steele. I'm, I'm I follow you on Instagram. Okay, you cannot yeah. talk to Tracy Steele without talking about fashion. <laughs> you you in, in my eyes. You a fashion icon from the shoes oh. to the outfits. What what is your style? My style is cute and casual. I always tell people that. I like to be comfortable, but I want to be cute. And and I always wear heels and heels are comfortable to me. So okay. I don't want anybody to be like, Well, hold on, how are you comfortable with high, with six inch stilettos? I DJ in stilettos. I walk around every day in heels. That's comfort to me. But I like to have, I love to wear jeans and comfortable tops. Occasionally I wear a, a, night, a, a fitted dress, but the dress is super comfortable. It's soft fabric. So cute and casual is all me, all day. Hey, you you know you know I'm on your Instagram, so, you know. No, I know. <laughs> look like you've been hitting the gym. I know, you've been, you been, been talking about my little booty. You like you like you been in the gym, Tracy Steele. I'm like Tracy Steele. You know she's been doing it. Leave, leave my little booty alone. <laughs> man, oh my God, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, you, you're nice with it. So, man, um, to 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 be in the reality world now, and you know, of course, you you're a world-renowned DJ, radio personality. What what else does Tracy want? Oh man. Okay, so I'm starting a lipstick line called Steel Pretty nice. Lipsticks. I love lips. <laughs> I have big, full lips, and I love I love them, and I love women with big, full lips. So I'm trying to get um, put out products that accentuate some of the things that I love. So my huh. lipstick line, my lip gloss line, is going to be launching um, sometime in August. So I'm excited about that. And then for the near future, I want to do – I want to buy a building, and I want that building to be um, all about media. So I'm going to have um, a studio in there, and then I'll have a film section in there, and then I'll have a radio station, like maybe an Internet radio in there, and have photographers. and have. I just want it to be one big building of, like, mass communication. Wow. <laughs> and, have, and then have it be something like Oprah. You know how Oprah has her, her you know, conglomerate with OWN. I want that. Yes. So, <laughs> I love that. So I I want to do that, and I definitely don't want to do reality forever. I think, you know, Love and Hip Hop is not my end-all, be-all. That was my starting point to move on to something else. And I want to continue in television. I need to come take some of your classes so I can go act and be in sitcoms and movies. And So I see a lot for me. I I, I can say right now, just the thing about an actor or yeah. or improvisational actor or dramatic actor or comedic actor is you have to be in touch with your emotions and right. that's what I saw on this reality show I'm like you have a honest emotional connection and right. it's just all you got to do is want to when it comes to acting and I, I'm, that that stuff will be <laughs> it'll, it'll, I'm sure it'll be easy for you. So uh, I, look, I look forward to seeing because that's definitely one of my next questions is do you have aspirations to act? So good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't so, know how good I am, <laughs> but we're going to see. You know, I'm the type of person that I feel like I could conquer anything. 
if I put my time and my effort and, and I practice and I focus on it and that's my, my thought and that's what's in my heart, I could accomplish it. So that's what I'm trying to do when it comes to branching off outside of reality, going into television. Now, now, what would you say to the, the little girl uh, that that sees the Tracy Steele that wants to become a DJ? Like, wh- uh, what would that advice be? It would be to, um, if you want to be a DJ or a radio personality, mm-hmm. you have to love it. You have to be passionate about it. You have to... Um, wake up wanting it and go to sleep wanting it because at the end of the day, there's not a lot of money <laughs> in it at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, it took me a solid probably eight years to really be able to say, I don't have to get another job. I don't have to have a, <laughs> I don't have to have right. a part-time job. I'm doing just this. I'm just a DJ. I'm just a radio personality. So you have to love it because you're not going to be making baller money. And at the end of the day, a lot of DJs and maybe female DJs quit because they're not making that money that they want to they want to make. Well, you have to stick with it. That with anything, you have to stick with it in order for you to get that 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 huge payout. It comes later. You have to be patient. You have to put in your time. You have to. You can't just sit on your ass. You got to go get it. Like Love yeah. and Pop Atlanta. It didn't just come to me. I saw Mona Scott at an event, and I walked my happy ass over to her and said, "You need a DJ on your show." And she said, yeah. "Hmm, go talk to this executive producer." And that's what I did. I created that. I didn't just wow. sit here and wait for her to come to me. Yeah. I love it. I <laughs> fucking love it. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. I, I say I this all you. the time. I say this all the time, Trace. People want what you have without doing what you did. Amen. You know? And people see you and they, they, oh. they see your they but they don't know your journey. You know, right. that's what I think is beautiful about a show like Love and Hip Hop is people kind of get to get a, a glimpse behind the curtain into the real deal of what it is. And, right. you know, I mean, right. to to have, you, you, you've you lived life. You've lived several lives. You was in the military. You, yep. you, you know, you, you dispatch fighter pilots. You, <laughs> you know, you, you, I mean, I that's did. real. You know, it's you, real. you, you did radio for free for five years. That's huge. Free. Free. And I had to drive an hour to the radio station every day because it was in Virginia wow. Beach and I lived in Hampton. So I wow. drove every day an hour for this thing that I wanted so badly. And I'm glad that I did because now yeah. that I sit back, I'm like, man, <laughs> I didn't give up. I pursued my love, my passion, my dreams. I didn't make no money. <laughs> and I kept doing it and it all paid off. And a lot of times, you know what I noticed with my interns, the young ones? They want what I have over a night. Like, it's yeah. like instantly, like, I'm about to meet you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ain't. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good yeah. luck. Hey, hey, Trace, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Um, I'm so excited for what's happening for you now, but also for what's happening in the next chapter because you, you're just a, a, a just a great human being, man, and I'm I'm glad we've become friends. Um, the lipstick line is called Still Pretty Lipstick coming in August. Y'all can hit her up at TracySteel.com. Accessories are coming. Anything that, that girls love, it's all coming. <laughs> I completely love it. Hit her up on Twitter. Let her know you heard it on Roddy Perry Live. She's at Tracy Still. Um, anything, any pardon words? Yes. I want to tell Rodney Perry that I really appreciate him and what an amazing person he is for giving someone an opportunity 
to be on national television. My first opportunity came from Rodney Perry, and I love him for that. You know, hey, you I know love Rodney? you back. I'm going I'm to I'm see if I can pass that to him because he be acting funny yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, when you when you rocking again in the in the A? When you get down? Um, it's no telling right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm just getting booked a lot out outside of Atlanta, and I'm really yeah. happy and excited about that. But you know, you could always log on to TracySteel.com to find out where I am. There you go. Y'all, go check it out. She's at TracySteel.com. Hey, y'all. Hey, Tracy, I love you, baby. Yeah, KFC. Original recipe. Original recipe? Mm. Dad, I think you ate the bones. I did what? You ate the bones. I ate the bones? I ate the bones? KFC Original Recipe, now available without the bone. Freshly prepared white or dark meat chicken, boneless and skinless. Get four delicious, mouth-watering pieces in your next 10-piece mixed bucket for $14.99. Today tastes so good. Four, three, two, uno. What up, y'all? It is time for Off the Chain with me, Rodney Perry. I'm your host. My girl, DJ Tracy Steele, is on the ones and twos, and we premiere October 22nd, 9 p.m. on Bounce TV. You don't want to miss it. The best in stand-up comedy. Let me tell y'all something. It's going to be so off the chain. Did I say that? Off the chain. I'm crazy. Bounce TV. That's www.bouncetv.com. Hit them up on Twitter. Bounce underscore. TV. They're at Bounce underscore TV. This is Rodney Perry, and I'm the host, bitch. <laughs> What's up, everybody around the world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Remember to follow Rodney on Twitter at Rodney Perry. And for all of your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. Again, to stay up to date, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411.